I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burr, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. HD you are listening to a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. This is Mint Light Morning Shot, and I am Shohini Sen. Good morning. Here's a roundup of the news you can use before you start your day. Half a million Americans are dead as a result of the novel coronavirus that first hit U.S. shores just a little more than a year ago. President Joe Biden marked the truly grim, heartbreaking milestone during a ceremony at the White House. There is growing evidence on the effectiveness of vaccines, and the U.S. outlined a faster path for drug makers developing shots or boosters against new variants. Thailand is also considering waiving mandatory quarantines for vaccinated visitors as a way to revive tourism, reports Bloomberg. The U.S. Supreme Court on Monday allowed the release of Donald Trump's tax records to criminal prosecutors, rejecting a last-ditch bid by the former president's lawyers to keep them a secret. Trump, 74, has been waging a protracted legal battle to prevent his tax records from being handed over to New York prosecutors, probing harsh payments to women and possible fraud. The nation's highest court denied the request filed by lawyers for Trump without comment paving the way for the documents to be handed over to Manhattan District Attorney Cyrus Vance, according to the AFP. The prosecutor, a Democrat, has been fighting for over a year to obtain eight years of Trump's tax returns as part of an investigation into the ex-president's finances. Monday's ruling concerns a subpoena that Vance had issued to Trump's accountant, Mazaras, USA, in August 2019, ordering it to furnish documents stretching back to 2011. Britain's unemployment rate edged up to 5.1% in the final quarter of 2020, official data showed on Tuesday, as coronavirus lockdown slashed economic activity, reports the AFP. The rate, compared with 5.0% in the three months to the end of November, which was a 4.5-year high, the Office for National Statistics said in a statement. Analysts expect unemployment to surge when the UK government's furlough scheme paying the bulk of wages for millions of private sector workers comes to a stop, as currently planned at the end of April. Finance Minister Rishi Sunak on Tuesday hinted at further employment support in the coming months as England begins to exit its third lockdown from early March. Details are expected to come in his annual budget next week. British PM Boris Johnson on Monday set out a four-step plan to ease coronavirus restrictions. The government is looking to ensure that India becomes self-reliant in the silk sector in the next two years, Union Minister Smriti Irani said. The Minister of Textiles and Women and Child Development said that the recent budget has brought cheer to the textile industry with the announcement of seven mega-textile parks. Addressing the inaugural session of the Karnataka Vastra Tech, 
Apparel and Textile Conclave organized by the Department of Handloom and Textiles, Government of Karnataka in association with FITGI, Karnataka State Council, Irani elaborated on the growth of the silk sector in the state. She also said that the minimum support price operations for cotton procurement by the Cotton Corporation of India has touched over Rs 359 crore in the state. Japan renewed its claim on a contested island in the Sea of Japan held by South Korea at an annual event on Monday, escalating tensions between the neighbors whose relations were already strained over Seoul's demand for compensation for Japanese actions in World War II. Monday is the anniversary of the day Japan placed the island under jurisdiction of the Western Japanese Prefecture of Shimane in 1905. Japan has held the annual ceremony ever since. The uninhabited islet in rich fishing grounds off the northwestern coast of Shimane is called Takeshima in Japan and Dokdo in South Korea. It has been effectively controlled by South Korea since the 1950s. Yoshia Kawada, a cabinet official representing the central government at the ceremony in the prefectural capital of Matsui, accused South Korea of unlawful occupation that has no legal basis whatsoever under international law. The number of civilians killed and wounded in violence across war-weary Afghanistan fell by 15% last year compared to 2019, according to a United Nations report released on Tuesday. The UN Assistance Mission in Afghanistan and the UN Human Rights Office attributed the drop in civilian casualties in part to an apparent tactical change by insurgents to targeted killings, fewer suicide bombings and a stark drop in casualties attributed to international military forces, reports the PTI. Still, Afghanistan remains among the deadliest places in the world to be a civilian. A distressing feature of the conflict remains the disproportionate impact on Afghan women and children who make up 43% of all casualties. The attacks targeting civilians include assaults on members of the judiciary, media and activists. Also targeted have been religious minorities, especially the Shiite Muslim population, most of whom also belong to the Hazara ethnic group and the Sikh population. You are listening to Mint Light Morning Shot with Shohini Sen. You can reach out to me on Twitter at Shohini Sen or on Facebook and Instagram at HD Smartcast. And to listen to more such podcasts, do log on to hdsmartcast.com. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.